have Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And if you want to find out what's going on, check out Nostalgia Highway. Right, fellas? Right. Yeah. Give me a hole, guys. Hello! Coming to you from somewhere along the Ohio-West Virginia border, welcome hitchhikers to Nostalgia Highway, the movies you know from the guys you don't. We're the No Frills bi-weekly movie review podcast where we are bringing you the second entry for June's It It Came came From from Late late Night night TV Month, where we are reviewing those weird, obscure movies you'd catch staying up late on a school night or staying over at your friend's house. But let's get right down to business, guys, and serpentine our way right into tonight's review. You guys ready? Hell yeah. Why, absolutely. <laughs> I'm your host, the Mayor, Matt Logston, and joining me for episode 40 out here on the highway are my co-hosts, who are snakes, leathery little snakey snakes. I am the Lord Ketchum. <laughs> I did drink up all the root beer. I am Sneaky Snake, Dave King of the Root. <laughs> Goddamn drunken snake. <laughs> Harry! Tonight we are reviewing from 1973. And what was the first movie produced by Jaws Duo, David Brown, and Richard Zanuck? Tells the story of a college student, David who unwittingly agrees to become an assistant to a scientist who previously failed in the pursuit of turning a human into a snake. As Dr. Stoner says, it's rare to be appreciated for one's failures, but is it Stoner's work that David appreciates, or is it his daughter, Christina? Mm, I think it might be the second one. Yeah. It's definitely both. He respects the guy, and, I hear and he respects that vag. So. <laughs> he does. <laughs> This was directed by Bernard L. Kowalski, starring Struther Martin as Dr. Carl Stoner, Dirk Benedict as David Blake, Heather Menzies as Christina Stoner, and Richard B. Stoll as Dr. Ken Daniels. So, I don't know a whole lot about Struther Martin, but I did do a little bit of looking into things, and uh, apparently he was pretty frequently cast with Paul Newman, and he starred in six John Wayne westerns. Hell yeah. And L.Q. Jones, who was Styles, the uh, proprietor of the uh, the uh, lodge in the Edge that we reviewed in episode thirty-three, they were close friends, and they also co-starred in a lot of movies together. Hell yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, do you guys know anything about Dirk Benedict, like his upbringing, his background, anything like that? No. Okay. Uh. As a teenager, briefly, he worked as a grave digger, and I don't know, that was just, I thought that was interesting. It's an odd job, but, you know, somebody's got to do it. That'd be one of the shittiest jobs ever. I wouldn't want to do that. All right, so his parents divorced, and his mother got a restraining order against her ex-husband, and that, that prevented him from seeing the kids at the house. 
So fast forward to when Dirk was 18, his dad ended up violating the order by forcing Dirk to go fishing with him. Uh, his mother told him that he you know, should say whatever he needs to to get out of going, and his dad, obviously, he didn't take too kindly to that, and he stormed into the house, and Dirk's older brother ended up shooting him as he came through the door, almost hit Dirk as he was following in right behind him. Jesus Christ. So he must have shot him with like a shotgun or something like that. I, yeah, oh I don't know. Pistol. It didn't specify, but I'm just like, wow. Did he, did he kill him? Yeah, dead. Killed him. Dead, wow. Kind of a crazy story, but it gets even even more like, holy shit. When he was 12, he permanently lost 50% of his hearing in his left ear. He was climbing through a barbed wire fence, and he had a gun like you know, slung over his shoulder, and he believed it to be unloaded, but it was loaded, and when he was going through, it went off right by his head, and that's why he lost half his hearing there. God, dude. So, two, I mean, the guy has almost been shot twice as a kid. Once by his brother, once by himself. That's crazy. But wait, there's more. Oh, my God. In 1974, after this movie came out, uh, he he was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And doctors recommended having, you know, procedure done. But he claimed to to have cured his cancer through a macrobiotic diet recommended by a Broadway co-star and by uh, exercise and fasting. And over the course of three years and under the guidance of Michio Kushi, according to his book, Confessions of a Kamikaze Cowboy, Dirk beat the cancer and supposedly he continues this diet to this day. That a boy, Dirk. So, Man. like, someone's been shot twice, and he cured his own cancer. Is this guy, like, related to Chuck Norris, or I what? I was just going to say. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> yeah, this is like Chuck Norris before he changed his name. It's <laughs> hilarious. Damn. No, I, just, I, I started kind of looking around, and, uh, you know, about his, his bio, and I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You know, it's just like, it just it got better as it went on, you know? Or worse. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't well, make that yeah. shit up. Seriously, right. I mean that's a movie in itself. Yeah, man, they should make a documentary about him. Seriously, I I'd be true interested. Hollywood stories. Yeah, Dirk Benedict. Dirk Benedict. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm a snake. It's called I'm a snake. Yeah. <laughs> I I was a teenage snake. <laughs> And uh, the one guy, Dr. Daniels, it would be stole. I swear he could pass for Walter Matthau's little brother. Yeah, he could. Like, he could get- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he could. I didn't really think about that, actually. I knew he, he reminded me of someone. I didn't place it, though. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is PG. It's got a runtime of one hour and 39 minutes. Uh, it was released July 18th, 1973. On an estimated $1.3 million budget. Yeah. It, yeah. I found nothing. Okay. I, I searched and I searched and there's nothing. Oh, okay. Well, I found a little bit of something. Um, so they made about a million dollars in U.S. and Canada video rentals. Okay. I'm sure with it in theaters, with the double build that it had with the other movie. Um, it, it, I mean, it probably made a little bit of money. 
but it was not a success whatsoever. I mean, I would dare say it made its money back. I mean, I'm sure it sure. probably broke even. Yeah. But yeah, that double bill you're talking about was the uh, the boy that cried werewolf. And uh, there's only two people in that movie that I recognize, and one was Robert J. Wilkie, who is General Barnicky in Stripes from '81, and George Barnicky. Barnicky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. That that might be some of the best Bill Murray. Oh, absolutely. Stuff, to be totally honest, and. Uh, and the other name is George Gaines, who was Commandant Lassard in the Police Academy movies, and he was Henry Warnemont in TV's Punky Brewster that ran from 84 to 88. He wasn't very good in White Crab Werewolf. Oh, yeah. I think I may have seen was... this like one of like an after school, <laughs> you know, special type thing. Because like I who who's the werewolf in that? Is it the boy? It was dad. Oh, OK. So uh, maybe I haven't seen this then. It's really bad. <laughs> the transformation is is very laughable. Is it as laughable laughable as transformation? Oh wow! Just asking. It's more laughable than that. Okay. Wow. That's a hearty laugh. Then. Yeah. Okay. Because I kind of feel like this transformation is a little weak. Oh wow! We're digging into that already, huh? No, I just it kind of got broached. We're just we're just just the tip. Yeah. Just, just, just a tip, just a little bit. Well, I don't like the tip so far. Well, get ready, buddy, because I'm gonna snake all up in that shit. Here we go. IMDb has this at a 5.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 30% and 25% for their score and the audience score. This is streaming nowhere and is unavailable to rent or buy on Amazon Prime. You can purchase on Blu-ray for 15. Or buy the Universal Home Video DVD combo four pack for less than ten bucks if you find it in one of those. You got yeah. it, Lord. I do. I do have it. You got, got it for free. free. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Fantasy football. Guys. It's a good Ben find. Yeah, we're happy. We're we're pleased. With yeah, what's all year. on there? What movies are on there? Um, Funhouse from Toby Hooper. Um, Phantasm yeah. Two. Wes Craven's Serpent in a Rainbow. That's a good four set. Yeah, yeah less than ten bucks. Yeah, yeah, I think I paid like eight bucks for it. It was at Rite Aid. Nice. You kidding me? Oh yeah. yeah. Spoilers ahead, boys. Sneaky <laughs> little spoilers. Oh, sneaky spoilers. Did you catch it? Yes, sir. Yeah. It's hard to I miss. didn't think anybody would <laughs> miss it. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> oh. So all the uh, venomous snakes that were featured in this were authentic, and the cast had to interact with them for filming, and they were actually not defanged during during production. Uh, The only shot a real snake wasn't used was the scene where Dr. Stoner grabs the King Cobra's head during the show, the milking scene. No shit. Yeah. Dude. (laughs) It's obvious. It's pretty damn obvious. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, they had five king cobras, and they were caught in the wild, and they were imported from Thailand, and they were ranging anywhere from 10 to 15 feet long. And the uh, the snake milking scenes were real, and they were roughly they roughly got an ounce of venom uh, each time, each take, and they didn't harm the snakes or anything. But uh, they used a different cobra for each take. So the balls on them. I'm sure the insurance fucking policy for this movie was astronomical had to have been well i don't know maybe for 70 73 i don't know 
I don't know. I guess the for that for that milking scene, it it almost took an entire day because I guess the cobras they kept trying to escape the fenced in area they were in. Yeah. Uh, instead of raising up in that traditional, uh, well, yeah, cobra attack pose. Yeah, they, they don't want to fucking be there. Bitches. No, they don't want to be on camera and shit. They were shy. <laughs> they were shy. Yeah. Listen, I'm shy. <laughs> but you got to dig the schlock with the pre-title credit cards that they have here. I always kind of grin whenever there's a movie that does that. And uh, this one is, uh, all the reptiles in this film are real. The King Cobras were imported from Bangkok and the Python from Singapore. We wish to thank the cast and crew for their courageous efforts while being exposed to extremely hazardous conditions. That was nice. I don't know. I Anytime I see nice those, disclaimer. I just kind of, I'm like, okay. It kind of gives you a, a nice little barometer for what kind of a movie to expect, I think. Man, I don't know. I don't think they could have paid me enough, man. For this. I wouldn't. Nope. No fucking way. Bunch of wusses. You would have done it, Kane? Nah, probably not. Bunch of candy asses. <laughs> fucking guy. I don't think I'd be as dumb as this David, though. <laughs> well, no shit. I hope. Right. I hope not. Well, what are you giving me a shot for, Doc? Oh, oh gee whiz. Just keep <laughs> it coming. <laughs> oh, there's hallucinogens. Awesome. Sweet. It's the 70s. I had a really weird dream last night, Doc. Oh, uh, don't worry about that. It's normal. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't fuck my daughter. <laughs> Too late, buddy. <laughs> I already inseminated her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you Too soon. are you insinuating <laughs> that soon. I inseminated? <laughs> oh boy! Yes, because yes. <laughs> I'm a snake. Oh my god! Most of the cast, from what I understand, were fairly nervous about interacting with the really? live snakes. Yeah. I don't think Doctor Stoner seemed like he did, but he actually did. Like yeah, he did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Heather Menzies said she was able to steal her nerves during filming and did her best to not think about being afraid. But after production wrapped, she claimed she went back to being, what's the phobia of snakes? Ophidiophobia. 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 She went back to that. (laughs) Science. Dude, I got a 1350 on my SAT verbal, man. No, I did. No, I didn't. I'm just fucking around. But I can speak prominently. Andy, Andy Button's the top button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm fucking psycho. So, you know, with this aphidiophobia, I don't really have aphidiophobia, but I can tell you one thing, man. I don't like snakes. I'm not a fan. I, I'm kind of with you. Like, I'm not, because, like, my grandmother, she would see them on TV, she would freak out. Oh, I'm really? not. I'm not like that. There's, there's no way she would watch this movie. No way in hell. Um, especially during the, you know, where you kind of almost get like a little bit of a 3D during the milking scene with the cobra. It's almost like 3D without being 3D, where it kind of lunges towards and it's moving towards the lens. I don't know. I really like that shot. I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, well, don't forget when I grew up, we had Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh yeah, who reminded us. Never trust a snake. <laughs> yeah. So that always, uh, I guess, resonated with me. Now, any, like, snake movie, I'm not, it doesn't bother me or anything like that. It's just real snakes. Just, 
I don't know. Even at the zoo, it's one of those things, like, if I'm out, like, in the woods and I happen to find one or in my backyard, I'm kind of, like, I'm startled, but it's like, okay, all right, there right. you are, and I'm I respect going to go the opposite way. Yeah. I respect you know? yeah. So, hopefully they don't fuck with me. Right. Yeah, I mean, so, I don't know. Uh, afraid? Eh, I guess to a degree. Now, going around, like, wanting to handle snakes and like nah I'm I'm good. When I was in the Navy, a uh, roommate of mine, he had two uh he had two boas. Really? Yep. Yes. Yeah, and uh they were in just a regular old tank. And I told him I was like, look man, one of those things ever get out, like I'm killing it. Like right. I don't All care. Right. And he paid like a lot of money for these things. Sure. I have no I can't even remember the dollar amount, but it was ridiculous. But yeah, for a brief amount of time, I I lived with two boas. Jesus. But, so, but I wouldn't handle a uh, poisonous snake if I knew that was <laughs> it. Right. It had venom and fangs. Nah. Nope. Kid, good. Kid, pay me. <laughs> Would you hold like one of the big ones? With... Oh, I hold boas. Okay. I had. I owned a uh, ball python for one, at one time. Oh, okay. And I finally, look, it just wasn't for me, and I took it to the the pet store, and they, you know, resold it. Yeah. Whatever, but I just—it wasn't for me. I just realized it wasn't a pet for me. It made me nervous. I mean, you know, there was a thrill in holding it, but then you know, the only snake I ever killed. Well, it's just ball python, but right. it just made me uncomfortable because I didn't know what a bite from it felt like. You know, there's a whole mystery. Bit. No, I've never been bit. The only snake I've ever really truly liked was in um, Road Trip. The one that Tom was Green. that Tom Green was trying to feed the rat oh, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was the name it. of him? Oh, I I can't remember, but oh. what was this thing? Now you got me fucking wondering. Oh, uh, no, no, it was, it not, was not hair. Oh, that would have been sweet. Nice little. Yeah, that'd been funny. Nice little nod. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, that That's... snake was really cool. <laughs> yeah. These snakes, fuck yeah, fuck these snakes. <laughs> <laughs> The scene where Dr. Stoner initially injects David, that was a real hypodermic needle, and Strother Martin really punctured Dirk Benedict's arm, and you could see, like, there was a little trickle of blood. And he was like, hold that on there for, like, what was it, like, five minutes or something? <laughs> yeah, and five he minutes. held it there for, like, maybe 15 seconds before he's putting his shirt on. <laughs> but, yeah, what he actually... Him with? <laughs> probably nothing. Jesus. Dude, I mean, why would they allow that to happen? I don't the 70s, man. Dude. Yeah, they came to set that day and were like, look, Dark, we could not find a fake syringe on set anywhere. We're going to have to use a real hypodermic. And he was like, what? Because well, he was set. I guess. 50% more than years. And it was a miscommunication, and that wasn't supposed to happen. No, I'm just Maybe they, he was just that submissive at that age. Like, anything anybody suggested he do, he's like, well, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Take this one for the team. <laughs> Injected <laughs> prostate cancer. Oh my god! Oh my god! That is <laughs> unreal. We might have to cut that one out. <laughs> but no, no, I say leave it. I say leave it. We'll see. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's a good topic. We'll definitely cut this out. Right <laughs> All right. Yeah. Injection of the. Uh, Prostate cancer. <laughs> the uh, mongoose they used wasn't a mongoose at all. Instead, they used a 
Tyra, which is a large, agile, tree-dwelling member of the weasel family native to tropical Central and South America. Dude, this is know. just a fucking ferret. Fooled me. It's, I don't know. Look like call a it a ferret. You know? Just a really amped up ferret. Yeah. Hey, that monkey did a really good job in this movie. It was. He transcended the piss. <laughs> I'll be honest. I saw this movie as a child, and to me, said mongoose was like, oh, it's just like a ferret. <laughs> that was my impression. It was like, oh, a mongoose is just a, a different kind of ferret. Tabby. <laughs> when I was a kid, a mongoose was a bike. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Oh, I knew what a mongoose. Oh, a mongoose is also this. Yeah. Expensive, weren't they? I think I heard of the bike first. I won one once. Really? Pretty, yeah, and I won those old school um, gift wrapping sale contests. You lucky bastard! I did. Well, my parents sold a bunch of the shit for me, you know. So took it to work. <laughs> Illusion. I got a fucking bike. Yeah, it was 1992. Come and get my bike back. I would. So for David's transformation into a snake. Dirk spent nearly seven hours in makeup, and during the final phases of the transformation, he had to be carried in on the set and on a stretcher, so they <laughs> did not fuck up the uh, makeup. But see, here's the thing: like, it wasn't even that really great anyway. Oh, so dude, that was good it, makeup. It was okay. It's all right. It's outdated though. Man. Well, you know? sure yeah, it is. Seventy-three. Fifty fucking it years cool. old. It, it was cool. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but it was kind of like just weak. I know. Yeah, know. yeah. But as far as him, like you know, in that mid portion where he's right, that was pretty good. When he starts getting the yeah, the slits up, yeah, there. it didn't look it didn't look, look bad. Pretty, I thought that looked pretty decent. Right, yeah. I guess right at the end too, he's all bald and just laying out when he's got the yeah yeah. But the scales were not; they, you could clearly see they were just drawn on and shit, you know. So right. with like a little bit of depth, you know, it's just it's a camera trick, you know. Right. That's all it is. I def ruins a lot. Yeah, sure does. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys here real quick before we go into our next little uh, section. Doctor Stoner claims that the King Cobra is the deadliest of all snakes, and it's not actually. Do either of you have any clue on what is the world's most deadliest snake? Was it Black Mamba? It is not. I believe it was number four or three. That's a bad motherfucker. Right. Without doing a little digging around, I thought it was the Black Mamba. Sure. Right on. That's what I would go to as well. Okay. It is actually the Oxyurinus microlepidotus. Oh, commonly okay. known as the inland or western taipan. Its bite delivers a variety of toxins consisting of typoxin, a complete mix of neurotoxins, procoagulants, and myotoxins that paralyzes and damages muscles, inhibits breathing, and causes hemorrhaging in the blood vessels and tissue. How fast? I don't know any about that. Okay. But I would dare to say... What country is this? Huh? Uh, it's taipan. I mean, that's, that's Asia. Okay. I remember my dad telling me stories when he was in Vietnam, Thailand and stuff. He said that there was a snake that they all referred to as the two-step snake because you only took two steps before, before you, you died. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how quickly, you know, all that happens. I didn't get any of that, but Could yeah, be that. it fucks you up. 
Wow. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, inland, western tide hand. Deadly snake in the world. Fuck the word. Yep, I ain't playing. Thanks. <laughs> so Struther Martin's character of Doctor Stoner, guys. I mean, he's he's obviously the best thing about this film, in my opinion. It's fair. Yeah, he, he kills it in my besides opinion, the snakes. My, my eyes. What do you mean? Besides the snakes. Oh well. There's snakes, dude. Right. I'm not going to fucking hey, credit. Hey, there's snakes in this movie? Phil the snake. <laughs> Becky yeah. the snake. Dwayne the snake. You know, they oh. all did a great job. Don't forget oh, Harry. Huh? Don't oh, forget Harry the snake. Yeah, he oh, was drunk and Harry. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, you know. No, he was killer. And, you know, the whole, this whole story with, you know, the oh. Dr. Frankenstein aspect. Um, it it he does he does he portrays it very well. I don't know. It's very cool. Hand Luke about it. You know, he's just he he never you don't ever see him get flustered, right? And he lies. Oh yeah, so smooth. Yeah, it's scary. You say he's very cool. Hand Luke about it. Apparently, what we have here is failure to communicate. Is that him? Yes, that's him. No shit. Yes, that's him. Get the fuck out of here. I've never seen it. I, I mean, know, but that. that's where it's from. That's, that's him. It. Strother Martin said that line. Yes. Holy shit. I did not know. Did you know that? Probably. I don't. Fuck you. Not that's him. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, that's crazy. Wow. All right. Do your homework, son. I, I just scratched <laughs> the surface, man. All right. Dougie. Good on you. That's one of those nuggets? I that, is nug- that is Do a fucking nugget. nugget? That is a fucking nugget. Certified from the mayor. Right. Stamp King of the Road had a nugget. He's heating up! Damn right. right. On, what's the date? June 4th? Sounds right. I don't know. Is it the 5th yet? It might be the 5th. 2000 yeah, Corona? <laughs> Whatever we're in now. Jesus. Right. But no, you know, he the way he just... He, he controls David and just... He's continuing to lie constantly. He's always coming up with new shit that, you know, it's different ailments that he's going to be de- developing from the venom and playing it off really well. And David, I mean, obviously he's an idiot. Clearly. For, yeah. You know, I mean, he's participating. very. I would have never <laughs> let it go that far. Right. Yeah. He's but, very naive. But I felt like, you know, he was asking the right questions. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, he's a. But he bought anything, liar. you know, Stoner told him. Yeah, don't ever listen to a stoner. Speaking of which, uh, a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really original choice of name, don't you think, Doctor Stoner? Does anyone really have this name in real life? Besides, Stone. besides Tommy Chong's dad, because if you watch that movie, his last name is Stoner in in that movie. Is it really? And it's on license plate. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that Up in Smoke? Yep. Okay. EOG. That was hilarious. Yeah. Maybe. Well, that had to be a clear nod to this. Had to be. Maybe. <laughs> had to be. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. It plays it both ways, and I like that. Yeah. I like, I like that it can go both ways sure. and they're legit. It's a fun yeah. fact. Yeah, it is. Depending upon what side of the fence you're on. That's cool. <laughs> Nugget 2. Damn, man. He's on fucking. Sizzle, sizzle. 
Dr. Stoner has a quote in this movie that really, it stood out to me. Um, we don't really have to discuss it in depth. I just felt that it, it really struck a chord with me and it's even applicable to today. But it's when him and David are first going to uh, the compound and he's kind of giving them the grand tour. And it's pretty much right after they walk into the door and Dr. Stoner says this. The fear that most people have of snakes is based on the same misunderstanding that they have with any other minority group. If they're told that one member is harmful, they generalize that they're all dangerous. It's stupid. <laughs> that really stood out to me. Especially nowadays. Right. So. Yep. Okay, so we've, we've kind of talked about a little bit Harry, the drunken snake. I mean... He's a cool snake. He is. Cool snake You're damn right. Like, he, he's a cool motherfucker, man. He likes yeah. to sip on some whiskey. It'd be hard to... Let, me, scared of, let me present this theory to you. Is yeah. Harry a former human? <laughs> you know, I, I, I pondered that, but I would say no because the previous mishap. I mean, how are you going to get it perfected and then fuck he it up? He got it perfected with uh, boa constrictors. Now he's moved on to trying to perfect it with King Cobras. Huh? Fair. That, good point, Dave. That's I. I've got nothing on that. All right. Can the only thing I, the only thing I'd say ringing, is maybe man. the daughter being like a little catching on to shit like that. Maybe. I don't know. Harry I'm, might be old. He might be when she was like a child and like right. she well, grew he up said, knowing Harry as the snake. Because you remember, he said he was 63 in snake ears. Yeah, so maybe he was actually 63 when he when he got him. I mean, Here, here's another thing that I really thought there for just a little bit, but clearly it didn't play out that way. At first, did either of you think Christina was in on it? Totally hooked, like every knew everything of what her dad was doing. Because for a brief moment, right. I kind of thought that because of the whole. Harry, you know, and even the uh, the albino turtle, which I thought was really fascinating. That was uh, a cool show. Yeah, I'd never seen that before. That was fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, he he even had a name, and I can't remember what it was, but you know, everything was personalized, and it made me think like, is she in on it? And she's just like a Venus flytrap, and she's luring him in, or yeah. you know, but that's not the way it played out. But did either of you guys get that vibe from her? I caught a little bit of that vibe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can see I can that see plausibility, that. but I don't know if I caught that the first time I watched it or not. It was it like... was very it was pretty clear that she was going to be the love interest, legit. Right. Yeah. You know, so well, I mean, only one to choose from. <laughs> but yeah, so the the scene where uh, Doctor Stoner uh, he he's pouring whiskey into Harry's cup there in the vehicle. Yeah. It, it, didn't pour anything in there. There was absolutely nothing that went in that cup. And then when they got back to the house, they just got out and they just fucking left Harry in the car. I mean, like, so, like, what does he do? Does he just slither out and just go back to the house? I mean, what does he do there? This movie is not a perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, if Harry's a human intellect snake, you know, he knows Harry, knows his way, and Harry can sure, handle this. But here's the thing. That's a good take, man. I never considered that, man. That's really good. Here's the thing about that. If I was a, a test subject for Dr. Stoner and I was injected with all this bullshit and turned into an, an intelligent snake, mm. I would attack him. Not like the guy on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah that we're making fun of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I don't think Harry, unless he was a per willing participant, 
I wouldn't have. And that maybe that's why he keeps him drunk, though, to fucking make sure he doesn't attack. <laughs> okay, but he's a bit of a snake charmer. Doctor Stoner is. Yeah, kind Do of. Do you think maybe not he's really, kind of? He's not really a snake charmer. I don't think he is. The lucky some bitch until he, he just wasn't. Have to with them. Okay. That kink. As soon as he you know put his guard down, man, he. Oh yeah, he took he his man. All, he explored the black market. Like, all the snakes were biting him. Or, you know, in a yeah. combative state other than Harry. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, no, I just no, had no. to talk about Harry, man. He, he And you're right, yeah. Probably the coolest fucking snake I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Besides the one on a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> Shit was funny. <laughs> I can relate there. Yeah, he just sits around and. Sips his whiskey once in a while. Sips his whiskey. That was a good time. All right, I, I like how Christina tries sobering him up. Yeah, that's funny. Gives him like out filter, right? That's so funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's awesome. I, I Harry did. drink up, right? Jesus Christ! That's great. Snake's got a drink. He's got a bigger drinking problem than I do. <laughs> how about he feeds the king and he puts the fucking tube down his throat? Out. It's kind of rough. I'm sure that king's really enjoying that. That was probably a little rough on the esophageal passage glands. I don't know, man. They they (laughs) fucking anything, dude. It's it's all good. (laughs) Yeah. What does this King Cobra actually sound like? It's wearing a William Shatner mask. Did you guys catch that? I was obvious. I was wondering. I mean, that's not what is King Cobra really. The sound it makes, right? No, That's no. funny because okay. I was wondering because, as well. I okay. was like, uh, is this the actual sound? But I don't know. Okay. I was curious. I mean, I was really thinking, like, it's not. It's not. But it could be. No, it is. is. I don't know. Okay. All right. I mean, alligators have a weird rattling sound that is unusual that doesn't make sense, but yeah. Oh, no, I don't think that's the way a king cobra. Do you think? Is. Do you think that was the actual sound of a king cobra? No, no. I clearly right. don't. It sounds like a, uh, <laughs> a gargle. No, it's <laughs> it's weird. And then we got snake mans. You know, that sound like whimpering babies. Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, you're yeah. like, what the hell is going on in there? Yeah. And that dude that runs that freak show, man, he's a dick. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which. That fucking carny man. So, who who has a thousand dollar bill? Uh, they'd be willing to just put up on some stupid shit when he's charging a quarter to get into the to the freak show. Oh, it's, it's like, I got a thousand dollar bill. Right. Right. Yeah. right, he's right. He's right though. Yeah, he runs a freak show. What do you expect? It's a good gimmick. So it you're saying real. it's not a real thousand? Hell bill. no. Probably not. Right. On. Okay. The gimmick. I'm a sucker for shit. So, <laughs> have you guys ever been to a free show? I have not. There was something at the Wood County Fair a couple years ago, and it was—I can't even remember. It was clearly bogus, but right. I went to Ripley's, uh, believe it or not, museum once, and they had like kind of like a free show section. Yeah, it was pretty cool, actually. Um, so that's the closest thing I've been to. I'm thinking the one that I'm remembering because, again, it was so funny it was forgettable. But I think it was like a two-headed cow corpse. 
Oh, mm. really? Taxidermy, yeah. Okay. Something like that. And I was like, eh. Yeah, it looks fake. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then it does move the needle. So, yeah. Okay. Kind of forgettable. You know, I think I think I remember this. It is. It was in downtown. It was during the uh, homecoming. Probably there too. Yeah. I think so. That same group travels <laughs> different fairs and festivals. I, think, I want to say that was a. Yeah, I think I've been to that too. But yeah, I wouldn't consider. It. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't buy it. I, I went to Ripley's. Ripley's that was pretty cool. Oh, Ripley's is cool. Yeah, Ripley's, believe it or not, it's always cool. I've been to a couple of them actually. I think in Myrtle Beach they had a Ripley's, believe it or not, and it was actually a haunted house. Really? Yeah. Years and ago. That, years ago. Be... Like I was probably in middle school. Right on. Have yeah. you guys seen those uh, Wonderworks museums? Yeah, oh, we were the buildings upside down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we went to well, we went to the one in uh, it was uh, Gatlin, Tennessee. Okay. I seen the one in Pitt and Forge, and then the other day I was scrolling through Facebook, and somebody posted a picture of the of the Wonder Orcs. And uh, oh, was it Pigeon Forge in not Gatlinburg? I mean, they're basically yes, Gatlinburg. Yeah, it's the same thing. Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg. And they said the scene after a riot in Pigeon Forge where protesters turned an entire building upside down. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. It was fun. This movie is a slow builder that you hang around to see the special effects and the final transformation. And not really so much for the character development or the writing. Because there is none. Right. Now, I will say, <laughs> yeah. this one, it, it was okay. This wasn't bad. This wasn't bad as far as the writing and character development. I thought it was okay. It's passable. It's not great. David is plain as shit. David is plain as shit. You know, he yeah. could be played by anybody, really. He, sure. Um, Tony runs that role. He, he yeah, absolutely yeah, makes this movie. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. Keeps it together. Yeah. But what are some of the old, older movies that follow this MO that are some of your personal favorites where it's, you know, it's the special effects driven movies where you hang around the sea, the transformation? I mean, first thing that comes to my mind is American Werewolf in London. Awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, sure. that's one of the best transformation scenes of all time. Fly, fly from eighty six. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a couple shitty ones. The Incredible Melting Man from nineteen seventy seven. Oh, man, that's not shitty. It the the effects are pretty cool. Okay. That's the coolest thing about the movie, though. It really is. But it is slow, literal slow builder. It, yeah, it's very yeah. slow build. You just see the the deterioration, the the Correct, deterioration yeah. of the. The astronaut just melting away, and you know, for '77, it's not bad. Uh, the prophecy from 1979, the uh, hybrid bear, whatever the fuck thing that yeah. was in the woods. Uh, Toby Hooper's The Fun House, you know, with the guy that wore the Frankenstein mask. He kind of hung around to see what he looked like. The Beast Within from '82 with Ronnie mm-hmm. Cox. I don't think I've ever seen that one actually. You need to. Okay, it's it is great. It is. One of my favorite early 80s movies that isn't a slasher, as far as horror is concerned. Right on. Okay. Super. See it too. Super. Oh, you've never seen it? No. Nope. Oh, super, it was super special, special effects. It's directed by the same guy that did uh, uh, The Howling 2 and 3. Okay. Don't let that hurt you. Yeah. Because this movie is better than both of those. Howling 2 blows. <laughs> it's so, it's one of those, it's so awful, it's good. I'll watch it. 
Mm. Oh, okay. Cool. Which, coincidentally, Red Brown was in that one. <laughs> God. Not Red Brown. Red Brown. But no. Red Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but no, The Beast Within was on that uh, top 40 horror movies you've never seen yes. documentary. Yes. And it's been on my list to watch ever since then. I, I highly recommend it. Is it streaming anywhere? No. No. That's no. why I haven't got to it. Um, it. It's it's body horror, bladder effects, transformation. Yeah, it's oh, cool. it's cool. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, I highly recommend that. You got any personal faves? Oh, personal faves. Yeah, of this uh, of the <laughs> you name the most of them, transformations. I mean... Yeah, I really don't have anything. Okay. I mean, Swamp Thing really didn't show much of the transformation. Toxic sure. Avenger. Oh, Toxic Avenger. There you go. Now you're, now you're hitting me in the feels. Yeah, I love Toxic Avenger. I don't know if that's a popular opinion, but I actually love Toxie. It's a goofy-ass movie, man. It's trauma. What do you expect? So David and Christina, obviously, they hook up near the end of the film. He knew it was going to happen. Maybe he inseminated her with some snake semen. Sperm. Knows what happened. But anyways, they did it. And he expressed, what does he say? Right afterwards, he says, I love you. (laughs) Yeah, he did. I can't. Have you ever said that after banging a chick for the first time? Ever? That's crazy, dude. I would never do that. I've said it to get her to bang me. <laughs> wow. Right? Okay. Oh, we're learning some shit tonight okay. about the mayor. But no, not afterwards. Right. It wasn't that good. Nothing's that good, dude. I don't give a shit. I don't kiss and tell, so I can't even, oh, right I can't even carry on this conversation. You did. You fucking did, Dave. You Look at the cane. He's like, li- it's like on your face right now. I wish he's, you could see it. He's turning a beet mm-hmm. red. Well, <laughs> he is. He is turning like, what I believe to be red right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For everybody who doesn't know, who's new to the podcast, the mayor's colorblind. <laughs> yes. He's turning in a mild gray. <laughs> I think I fucked up uh, giving that answer. So, so you viewers game, take what you want from the that. king has told her that he has loved her after the first time he banged her. <laughs> I didn't take that away. <laughs> what are you guys, sports commentators now? Maybe we got, like the head, a, we got the headsets. Look, I'm on an episode of Holy Moly. I would never do that though. That's that's just absolute insanity. I, I don't know. It's crazy. Eh, well, sometimes you say things in the heat of the moment that you don't mean. Yeah, but <laughs> not that. <laughs> you guys, I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but the the painted on foliage in the scene where they're skinny dipping. Yes. <laughs> Should we not revert more to that? It's a funny scene. It, it's goofy. It 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 stand. It's a sore thumb. It really is. But I will say there was something that I thought was really clever going on and they didn't explore it. Christina didn't have her glasses on. Yeah. yeah. I really thought David being in the water, he was going to do some slower little snake stuff in there and she wasn't going to be able to make it out or he was going to like trans like something was going to happen and she wasn't going to be able to see it, but that didn't happen. I don't 
that might have been a good spot to plug in something at least like he an ailment showed up in him right he realizes something he right freaks something's out. wrong he's got right. to run out of water like he like they get close or something and all of a sudden his ton fucking is a snake ton and it goes back to human form or some shit like that well, i thought, I thought you she might, might meant she was going to take advantage or he was going to take advantage the fact that she didn't have her glasses on, so he's gonna like do a helicopter <laughs> presentation I'm from the snake. shore. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he's standing on the shoreline presenting her with the helicopter, and she's not able to see it. I'm not ready for this. She's like, David, are you coming? He's like, not quite. <laughs> Hold on, one more second. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that is great. He wasn't that is to be so fucking. I know wasn't. He's a gentleman. Mm. I don't know because I mean he has the most face man saying that happens right before this scene. Oh yeah, he talks her into skinny dipping, just lickety split, man. Like no sweat. I'm gonna tell you right now, it doesn't happen that easy. All right. I don't know, man. She seems to be pretty. Um, preserved child, or well, not? She's not child, I guess. <laughs> She, she's been sheltered, right, exactly. Well, but he comes at her with, you're a naturalist, right? Well, what could be more natural than the two of us swimming in the lake? Right. That hey. avoid, you know? That's yeah. fucking Tom Atkins shit right there, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and Face Man from fucking A-Team, man. Damn right. Okay, so, Red Brown. All right, he plays Steve Randall. He plays the fucking meathead in this movie, okay? I'm going to tell you this, right? Okay, how this motherfucker maintained steady work through most of the 70s into the 90s is fucking beyond me. He is not a good actor, okay? He is literally the same guy in this movie in 73 that he was in Howling 2 in 80, what, 2, 3, somewhere in there. He he did not improve, yet he still had steady fucking work somehow. But I will say it is hilarious where his love interest, uh, I think her name was Kitty, where she's at the uh, hospital, not the hospital, but she's at the sheriff's station. And she <laughs> and she thinks that she was the one that killed Steve by overexertion for fucking three times. Yeah. That is hilarious. He was like three times. <laughs> yeah. that, is the that is the funniest scene in the whole fucking movie right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> you, guys ever, you guys know the sheriff, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen him in anything, Jack Jack Gein? I, the name is familiar, but right on. What he was, was in. Uh, he was in. Um, he was the dad in Where the Red Fern Where the Red Fern Grows, the original movie. Oh hell, man! I watched that when I was in school. Yeah, it's been a okay. for me. He's a dad. Oh wow! Okay, that's, that's how I. Cool, man. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, but that scene was hilarious that, in the plastic. Yeah. That was great. That was that was awesome. <laughs> I love. I thought scene. the funny scene in the whole movie was um, when the sheriff pulls up and he shoots the King Cobra and the, with the shotgun. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. That and um, Doctor Stoner grabbing the snake, the, 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 the King puppet. Cobra, the puppet, because it's clearly not a puppet. It's 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 very laughable scene. Yeah, very much fake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Red Brown is a total douchebag in this movie. So, I'll never pay for it. Never have, never will. Dude, that's funny too. They secured that chick up for ten dollars each to bang. That's, that's a good deal. I just seeing what she was bouncing around out there. Yes, I agree. Yeah, dude. What did that's they all pay? Sold American. 
Huh? What he was like all together or a piece? He's like a piece. Come on. She's not a cheap hooker. And I'm like, what the shit? <laughs> you know, she yeah. really is a cheap hooker. Why do it's I great. feel like seventy three? That's still pretty. That's economic song, friendly. Yeah, well, what year was uh, Porky's? That was early eighties. Uh, yeah, but it was portrayed as a uh, in the fifties movie. Yeah. Well, you know, we had a hooker there too. Same. How much was it? I don't remember. That's why I'm. Hey, it's. $10. You might get some crabs. You're not going to get lobster, but, you know, you'll get some crabs, maybe. They had a lot bigger train to run on the Porky's movie than they did in this. There's, what, four guys? Oh, yeah. Porky's had more than that. Oh, well, yeah, Porky's had more than that. Eight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so the transformation and... I don't like the transformation itself. It sucks. It's very, um, I don't know, 70s. It's just the, the, the computer was not there yet right. for that kind of shot. Now, I, I applaud them for what they were trying to do. Yeah. But, man, it took way too goddamn long. Yeah. And it it was, was very drawn was, out. It, he was just shrinking and shrinking down. Right. It's just illogical i damn long dude i honestly think lon cheney jr's transformation as the wolfman in 42 right. was better than this i mean i'm not gonna lie i i agree 100 with that okay but yeah the makeup it is outdated and everything like that but um dirk benedict who plays david i think he did a very good job um portraying the ailments and the physical change yeah um you know what it you know portraying pain and everything i think he did a great job that's that that's that's what sure he the best part of this whole role and it you know it was that shit his best acting was yeah, in that was, part yeah when he was I got talking you. he was just yeah. you know and wallowing around yeah and agony trying to get the phone yeah yep yeah, you. This poor son of a bitch, man. <laughs> oh, he's an idiot. He is, but god damn it, he didn't deserve this. Well, right. Nobody does, but I mean, he's a sweetheart. He kind of almost deserves it in the end because I mean, he he doesn't just plugging away, keep letting him fucking no do it. shit, and just keeps getting worse and worse, and he has he keeps questioning him, but he just keeps falling for his bullshit, dude. I thought this guy was a he smart, was intelligent, and he was getting he some was trim on the side. He finally he played. He, he finally did. does, but not um, after he's had forty-eight of fifty doses <laughs> you know, well, of fucking venom, and and that's where my that's where my ultimate fantasy of a sequel comes in here. Okay, is that he is impregnated, a <laughs> uh, little Christina Stoner. Okay. Yes. With a, a snake child. Baby. Dude, Stoner yes. Yeah, well, I agree. I feel like this was a missed fucking opportunity. Okay, okay. Right I, there should have been an epilogue scene where she's at the OBGYN and she's getting an ultrasound or whatever was the technology half at that snake, time. Half. And you see this like slither little snake yeah. all up in her womb. <laughs> the heart rate is abnormal. <laughs> you know, and right. it's like, oh, yeah, shit. The body temperature is low. It's got several heart changes. So <laughs> no, I think that's a huge missed opportunity. I agree 100%, man. That's I picked up on that immediately. Right on. I, I guess I just I thought it was a nice close to the movie. Couldn't to be honest. Made a now, this is a sad-ass movie. Could have. You know, because yeah, the sad. doctor, you know, he, of course, he deserves yeah, to get he's got. Go. Even though I, I like his character, you know, and everything. He he had a dream. He fulfilled his destiny and his career with that moment Captain of transporting Smith, Dave. 
So he he yeah. goes. He knows he's, he's going down with the ship. Yeah. Right. He knows. Yeah. He knows. Well, he prophesized it. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, but the really bad thing about this is David getting killed by a mongoose, and that was Doctor that. That Stoner's legacy. You know, was David, and then I don't know he, that he got killed. Yeah. No, they didn't. Clearly, they picked us. It was a freeze frame. Yeah, they were just fighting but it the out. The mongoose snake man battling it out. He's dead. No, I don't. I don't it's not even a real mongoose. Dead. It's not. It's It's only portraying a, a mongoose. So I mean, he's dead, man. Christina, she she sold it. How's he gonna give child support? Then we should have cut the black and you hear a gun blast. Seal the deal then. Nah, if you're gonna do just have the, the sheriff deal. just fucking start shooting at it. That that would have been really cool too. Oh shit, David. Yeah, David and the mongoose. Yeah, the ferret. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't That's the way I I think it should have ended. Okay. But I mean, you know, it's still a tragedy. That, you know, it, I mean, the way I see it, it's it's a it's a successful tragedy, though. You know, because I think he he did get killed, and okay. he wasn't able to, you know, continue on the evolution unless he inseminate, inseminated Christina Stoner. I believe he did. Which then I didn't even think about that. To it be honest, all so in. yeah, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> Insinuation of sequel. Yeah. Insinuation of insemination. Oh, there you go. Boom. Okay. So you wouldn't have wanted to see a sequel to this? No, one. I'll watch a sequel. Son of okay. But I, would, I didn't expect yes. it. <laughs> son, son of us. That's good. <laughs> yes, son of us. That'd be great. That'd yes. be great. Oh, yes. That's good. That is um, so fucking good. Troma could have put it out. That would have been great. Right. Oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's our fantasy booking. Yep. All right. Well, guys, is that pretty much wrap it up? Yeah. There's really to... But I guess. <laughs> ready to go into the ratings here? Yeah, sure. Well, who wants to go first? We'll let the cane have this one. Just like hear me talk about it first. Yeah, definitely. Your rating basis. I don't even have my rating done yet. Well, that's what? fair. I do. do. <laughs> I do like to hear his rating though. Well, I mean, this might be first a lot anyway. That's so. fair. That <laughs> never goes first. Take it, whoever's movie it is goes last. But like, oh no, we like the way you do it. Well, yeah. So you always say, have more. Just, have more. <laughs> just, just, yeah. So this is a title I watched on a late night TV program on the weekend back in the eighties. I'm, sh- I'm sure. I don't remember the specific weekend, <laughs> but you know, also like. Watched it all. It was possibly USA up all night. Okay. Oh yeah. In that. That seems that, about right. TNT. Yeah, yeah, one of those late night uh, horror movie weekend stations. Monster, Monster Vision, Vision or some shit. That's yeah. What I'm thinking. But, you know, as a child, I didn't care for that host bullshit in between, like talking about the movie or or whatever. But I guess as I've aged, that's something that now is nostalgic to me, and I I you can love, appreciate the, the commentary. Oh yeah, I watch Joe Bob Briggs weekly. That's like yeah, thing, because it's quarantine land, and we need to get that silver bolo, baby. <laughs> right on. <laughs> that uh, Yugi takes the silver bolo back with a can of chrome spray paint. He shakes the can up, takes it from Deborah, 
make, make sure, sure it has an extra bit of silver on it. Yeah. Ships it nice. Uh, yeah. Hey, I aspire to get that one. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I'm working on being an award-winning podcast. <laughs> so, We're trying. Uh, recommend this to uh, Darcy, the male girl. Maybe she'll hook us up. <laughs> but surprisingly, this fits into that late-night drive-in grindhouse horror genre nicely. Considering it's a PG rating, and I had never witnessed or considered such horror as this depiction of a man metamorphosizing into a snake. This disturbed me and probably gave me, well, probably gave a little gang of the road nightmares after my first viewing. The final effects and transformation are obviously ridiculous and impractical, but I'm still... Okay, you admit that, okay. Yeah, no, it's... Okay. It is. All right. Obviously. When I was was younger, (laughs) it didn't... Sure. Didn't no, I get that. Show I get that. As much. And right. to be honest, you know, if you know, when you were a kid, when you first saw this, I mean, the technology was just a little bit more advanced. It wasn't like fucking right. great or anything. So that shit was still holding up back right. then. But I'm still able to hold disbelief and appreciate it. it I mean, it's uniquely terrifying in this concept. I think. And uh, I'd, I'd recommend this if you appreciate a good 70s creature feature or even body horror, as the mayor alluded to. Um, or if you just have the slightest fear of snakes, it will likely disturb you to some degree. Oh, I agree with that. Directions. I agree with that. I give this a 7.5 out of 10, and I say find a copy and keep it on hand for a late night showing to your friends or even your kids. I think you can get away with showing it to your kids. It's PG. What's the spiteful rating on this? I gotta it's know. It's like a 10, probably. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> At least really? a 9. 9.1, maybe? 9.1? I said 10 extra spitefully. That's an extra spiteful rating. <laughs> 10. That's a good really <laughs> fuck with me on one. We're uh, giving right that motherfucking bill. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I share a lot of the things you said, Dave. Um, I appreciate this movie for what it is. Um, I I like the spin of an old tale of old Dr. Frankenstein, and this is a cool way to introduce that, you know, with a kind of, you know, just revolutionary, you know, cloning transformation, turning things into things that they're not supposed to be, fucking kind of wave that happened you know, in the seventies and everything because it, it, it did happen and it, you know, it happened a long time prior to that too. Um, yeah. Like I said, Dirk Benedict as David, nothing special might until you get to the actual sickness part. Um, when, you know, he starts to turn everything from that point on, he was fucking awesome, you know, but he was just a regular Joe Schmo. Um, Menzies, Heather Menzies, Christina Stoner, she's hot. She's hot. Um, not so much in this movie. She's, no, not so much in, in this movie. In a nerdy type of way. I think she was hotter in Piranha. Uh-huh. Okay, right on. I think if you change her hairstyle to any era, she is hot in any era. If you Google her name followed by the word Playboy, you oh, might yeah. find uh, pictures yeah, that think that's make you I understand like why she is pretty. Yeah. I think I'm like, damn, she is hot, you know. And but if you slap, you know, the the era's look on oh, yeah. her, she's hot. Um, no, she she went for the nerdy look in this movie, and it's it. I you know I. 
it's a, it's nice, you know, it's a nice little change of pace. Um, Lord likes some dirty. I do. I mean, <laughs> show me your chemical, <laughs> show me your chemical equation, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, man, I lost train of thought for a second. Hold on, I'm gonna have to cut this out. Um, everyone has to cut this out. He says, Mike, this fucking guy, some of it's gonna stay. Oh man, no, um, yeah, I think the funniest, the funniest part in the whole movie is when the sheriff shoots the big old king cobra. That was awesome, that was really cool. That was bad. Uh, he he, he blasts him. Well, yeah. You don't even know that Stoner's dead. He's just taking a fucking risky shot. Right. Yeah. yeah. He, hot. he had to have had slugs. So if he had missed him, if Stoner had been alive, right. he was he definitely going to fucking be dead. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and if he had buckshot, he was still going to hit Stoner, you know? So, yeah, yeah I don't know. He, he had to have had slug. Good shot. And, well, and, he, and it, it, it showed that earlier on in the movie when he was at the carnival. So, you know, he wasn't going to miss that shit. Yeah. Maybe that's why they put it in, actually. So they wouldn't question this, what what I'm questioning right now. But anyway, I digress. Um, Yeah, transformation aspect. uh, Yeah, it's it's fucking outdated. It is outdated very fast. (laughs) Mid-80s is outdated. (laughs) That's fair. Um, you know, and of course the um, the makeup effects. Okay, I'll give the the face makeup killer. Did a great job. Yeah. Uh, the scales, man. It's a it's a it's a miss for me, dude. It just it they're drawn on. And it looks like shit. You're, you're not wrong, but you got to think the quality of video at that right. time. You know, it, HD has ruined that. so much. Right. And I never and I didn't that. either. I didn't either. You, you did. I forget. I've seen this movie when I was like, I think like 17, 18 years old or something like that. So, the special effects effects team on this is the same ones that did Planet of the Apes, which was, you know, really stellar for that time. Wow. Uh, I think that's a fair testament to their ability. I like the the half man, half snake that you see at the the freak show. That was creepy. Yeah, his name yeah. was Noble Noble Craig, and he was actually a Vietnam veteran, and he that he had no legs. I mean, that was legit. Really? Yeah, that was him. Yeah. Did he have arms? Shit. Yeah. Right, right now, now, sir, I am saluting you. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah. Hoorah! Was he a marine? No, that's just you know. Uh, okay. I thought it was a marine thing, but anyway, proper way to. Honor. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So, by the way, did you catch his name? Full full name Tim? besides Tim. It was Tim McGraw. No, it wasn't. It was Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Yeah, that Tim is right. McGraw, that is right. Tim motherfucking McGraw, Indian outlaw. Indian outlaw. I seen that. I was like, Give me a break. Yeah. All right. That's a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> 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 all right um so anyway this movie it's a good it, it is a good watch it is a fun enjoyable watch um nothing nothing too great about it but it, it i do like the spin of the old tale of frankenstein 
that they did that they did with this movie. And Struther Martin fucking knocks it out of the park. Yeah. Um This movie's a six out of ten for me. It's an enjoyable six. Very rewatchable six. Okay. You know? I'll probably watch this movie eight more times in my life. Maybe. But uh oddly specific number, but okay, uh, cool. I mean eight in my life. You know, just something you show the kids. Um, How long you, you know, plan my on kids don't really get it. I don't really let them experience the whole, you know, sex kind you. of um, scenes. So and low key, I know it is. I know yeah. it is. But um, when they get to a certain age, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That is six is fair for this movie. Yeah, six out of ten. It's right. it's an enjoyable six with good rewatchability. Yeah. If you if you're into that kind of cheese. It's, and this is cheese. This is a 70s movie. It is. Yeah. I like it. Creature feature. And and going to the double billing would have been really fucking cool. Yeah, you but know, that other movie sucked, stuff. dude. The fucking... I haven't seen it, but... Kid that cried werewolf. Boy, I, cried werewolf. Boy, yeah, I watched it today. Just so you listeners know. I knew we were going to record this tonight, and I was like, I'm going to watch this double feature movie today. Yeah, yeah, it's like a... T- it's like a two. It <laughs> oh, damn. Maybe a three. It's got mm. Commandant Lassard in it, and it's yeah, a fucking it doesn't two. do anything to raise the needle. No. Mm. It's it's not watchable. He's Don't hilarious. watch. Don't watch it. All right. <laughs> Going into this being nearly a 50-year-old special effects flick, and this being the first time I'd ever seen it, I had some serious doubts about the uh, the effects holding up, let alone the chance of this movie even being any good. Um, I think wow. the acting with – listen, shut the fuck up. <laughs> God damn. I think the acting with no help from Red Brown saves this honestly. Okay, Yes, Struther Martin, he's, he's the crown jewel here. I – I, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with Dirk Benedict here. I thought he was fine. Not great. No. But I definitely see where you were saying he could have been played by anybody. Sure. Very transparent. But I thought Heather Menzies was good as well. Uh, but going back to the effects, I mean, as a whole, it's not bad, you know. But like we talked about, that final transformation, it was weak. It was really a letdown. And it. Yeah, it, it affects my rating. It does. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look yeah. at it from a 1973 point of view, Matt. What do you give it then? Or 1988 King of the Road view. <laughs> there you go, yeah. I don't know. I I, I didn't really care for the freeze frame ending. Um, yeah, the, the skinny dip scene was bad, but it was a different kind of bad. It was like almost so bad as good and you'll allow it. You know, okay. It's, what? Which was worse, the this the skinny dip scene oh, or the sex montage? No, the sex montage scene from Silent Rage. Oh no, the skinny dip was worse. Yeah, I, I found okay because you know Peg Bundy <laughs> sings the song and it's Chuck Norris and there's boobies. Yeah, you actually see a titty. Right on. Okay, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> sold me. Sold me. Yeah, Good. Right. Point, Mayor. <laughs> All in favor, say aye. Yeah. They always have it. Yeah, but no, it, like I said, that that skinny dip scene—it's a different kind of bad. It's it's so bad that it's good. 
but it, like I said, it sticks out like a sore thumb, and it's distracting, and that and that's all it is. It was shorter. You, nah. you catch a glimpse again. Yeah. Google. I know. <laughs> Google, my friend. Use the Googles. I really did like the milking snake show that Doctor Stoner put on. Um, I bet. I bet. That scene really made theater patrons at that time, like, I mean, they spilled their popcorn. Seriously. Seriously. I wonder how much, so they had that venom. They, you know, they stocked all that shit up. I wonder what they did with it. I'm sure it went towards, you know. uh, It's worth a lot of money. Right. Well, I mean, I'm sure it went towards, you know, doing, you know, research towards getting, uh, what, uh, the anti, uh, like an antibiotic, or not antibiotic, but like, uh, yeah, antivenom. Yeah, hmm. that'd be cool, man. That's well. Another thing on that scene before we pass it, uh, did you catch the old guy that says uh, where what's her name, Christina Stoner, is talking about how the uh, the King Cobra is always annoyed? Yes, and sounds like my wife. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's like, sounds like my wife. Yes. Yeah. That was funny. That was funny. That was yeah, I forgot about that. Good call. And there is always one douchebag when they said, you know, don't be flashing yeah. photography. And he fucking yeah. picks up, takes a damn picture. Yeah. What an asshole. This fucking guy. Always. Yeah, man. But I, I really did. Uh, I like Dr. Stoner's trap that he had for Dr. Daniels in that storm cellar. It was very Jigsaw-esque, I thought, from Saul. A little bit, you know. I, I like. I, I wonder if this is ever. I wonder if that had ever been done prior in film, because if not, I wonder if Fear Factor ever picked up from this. Mm. This ability, you know, this, the okay. reaching in, you know, succumbing to your fear. I mean, obviously, I, he doesn't have like a, a you know, an a or anything toward it. But I mean, obviously, he was scared enough to. Because one of them's poisonous, one of them's not, you know? Yeah. No, I like that. I thought that was pretty cool, man. Yeah. I, 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 like I said, it was very Jigsaw-esque. If he was smart, he would have just uh, put both of them as poisonous in there. Fail safe. Right. It's not like he's going to be going anywhere, you know? He can't let him leave now, you know? He's staying there. But, uh... You know, I had fun with this one, just like you guys were talking. I mean, it's entertaining, start to finish. I mean, the acting is a little bit better than I expected, except for Red Brown. Special effects were passable, except for the final transformation. And the story was good, kind of cookie cutter, but it was good enough. Six out of ten. A rewatchable set. There we go. This this was entertaining. This was fun. Um... Honestly, the biggest thing I have on it is that it's the final transformation. That is really my biggest thing on it. It ruined the movie for you. I'm not. No, it didn't ruin it. There's no ruining it because I mean, if it's rewatchable, it's not. It's not ruined. All right. You know, there's 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 way more going for it than there is against it, in my opinion. You know, I mean, yeah, it has its flaws, but no, this this was an entertaining watch, and uh, yeah, like I said, I, I had some doubts. You know, when you threw this one out, I was just like. I don't know, man. It was your first time watching it. It was. Huh? It was right. my first time watching it. And no, this was, this was a good watch. This was pleasant. I enjoyed it. I really did. I really did. Good recommendation.
Well, thank you. Good job, Kane. It fits this month's theme. Absolutely. Yes, it does. It does. Without doubt. All right, Hitchhikers. This concludes our review of from 1973. We hope you all enjoyed our breakdown of this sci-fi body horror classic. You can find us on Facebook at Nostalgia Highway Podcast. Be on the lookout for new announcements and updates, and make sure you visit the King Art Facebook page where you can find all kinds of awesome artwork from the King himself. You can email the show at nostalgiahighwaypodcast at gmail.com, and our Twitter handle is at HighwayNHP. We'd love to hear from you, so hit us up, Hitchhikers. And once again, the three of us want to give recognition and thanks to Sean Jackson and Cody Jones for this theme music they have graciously allowed us to use for the show. Join us next time for episode 41, where we will hopefully thrill you and review the now iconic 80s schlock classic, Night of the Motherfucking Creeps from 1986, starring our main man, the mustached, smooth pimple love, Tom Motherfucking Hell yeah. TMA, Tom Motherfucking Atkins. And European vacations, Rusty Griswold, Jason Lively. To close it out, it came from late night TV month. Are we doing that again? I'm so excited. What's that? <laughs> All the late night from TV The echoing Mayor Matt Logston. <laughs> On behalf of the Lord Ketchum and Dave, King of the Road, I am your host, the Mayor Matt Logston, and we thank you once again for hitching a ride along with us, and we'll pick you up next time out on the highway. Do we have to call this maybe, or we can we could call it the seven S's? Nope. Well, you said it wrong. You said what? you said it's. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to put all the syllables in my. That was actually a little bit. I'm trying to shorthand it. I'm trying to shorthand. Was that eight syllables? Well, it was about nine actually. Oh, that was that was that was was actually an eight and a half count. I don't. (laughs) I don't know if I share your. You're putting too much emphasis on the H and the S here. (laughs) It's that's it. (laughs) I just (laughs) slow down. I just want to know if we call it the seven S's. Come on, no seven S's. Are you sure it's not six S's? Yeah, that sounds like I saw. I saw six S's. I thought it was six S's. I thought it was always six S's. Nice. Move along. No, it's a. It's it's seven. It's a. It's a Halloween two seven count here. <laughs>